Hello, hello, and welcome to The Mental Matchup, a podcast where we hope to shed light on one of the hardest competitions an athlete will ever face, the matchup against their own mind. I'm Kat, and today I sit down with John Hutchins. John is on the football team at St. Lawrence University and grew up in Pennsylvania. John dealt with multiple setbacks, including a broken leg in high school, COVID impacting his football season, and being diagnosed with a rare condition called thoracic outlet syndrome in college. Despite all of these complications, John opens up about seeking help and ultimately working on his mental and physical health. Thank you, John, for coming on to share your story and breaking the stigma surrounding phrases like fake it till you make it, man up, and so on, since asking for help is truly a sign of courage. With that, let's get right into it. John, thank you so much for coming on the Mental Matchup. I am beyond excited to have you and have you share your story. So to kick us off, can you let the audience know a little bit about who you are, where you are, and what you do? Yeah, thanks for having me, Kat. Um, so my name is John Hutchins. Uh, I play football at St. Lawrence University. Um, I'm from Yardley, Pennsylvania, which is about like 30 minutes outside of Philly. Um. So yeah, so basically yeah, um in college right now, you know, student athlete, uh playing football. And just wanna just talk about like certain struggles I've had, um, when it comes to like mental health stuff and also just like um things that I, things that can be um just like taken into account when it comes to uh mental health and just um I'm a just a big advocate for um just speaking up and like sharing my story as well awesome um so let's go to like like growing up what was sports what were sports like in your community did football was it always kind of football was your main sport did you bop around to anything what was that like uh well so i pretty much first started playing like soccer actually um before i started playing football i played i started playing soccer like a really young age um it's just a lot of my friends also play like on the same like uh region like a uh, regional like team um just like more like, like an elementary school and i started playing football um i started playing like flag football when i was around like six years old and the, i started playing like contact football at eight so i've been playing for like most of my life um and yeah, like sports is pretty much like football sports. It was just like pretty much things that like all my friends did every like all the all my friends at like elementary school and middle school. We just all um, a lot of us were on the same like football team growing up. Um, there was like a league. It's called the Lauren Makefield um, Football Association. It's just like like a league of like a bunch of teams that are like in the same town. Uh, and we all just like we all played on like different teams and stuff and it was just a lot of fun because we all like we'd all like um try to like battle for the championship like and we just get this like like little trophy um so just like some bragging rights like when you go to school uh when you win so it was a fun time 
Yeah, it sounds like it. What what was like the I guess like trying to think of how to how to frame this up. Were there any discussions around mental health in your community or when you were growing up um at all? No. Like I mean when it comes to like I mean in sports especially not like in football I it was never even talked about not even in high like high school middle school elementary school the whole time I've played football um until recently it hasn't really been a topic of discussion at all and I mean just growing up in general um like we learn a lot like I mean you have like health class where you learn a lot about like the human body and just like uh physical health stuff but like I feel like growing up I didn't really get like the knowledge until like recently like maybe like like a past like high school years and like in college too but like when I was like a kid like it wasn't really talked about especially unless like when it came to like football wise just never really like a, a topic at all what was your first experience like with your mental health i'd say the first like the first time i started like noticing like down um was like around like the beginning of like high school um and then like my freshman year was pretty hard just because i had like i felt like it was like hard to like fit in um and also a lot of i like most of my friends went to a different high school than me uh, they all went to like a, a public high school near me, Pensbury, and I went to like a private school that my mom taught at. Um, so I just I didn't really get to like it was just that part was hard, and also, um, but I didn't really I guess like the first time I actually started noticing like like symptoms of like uh depression was like sophomore year of high school, um. And it's mainly because, like, since my mom was a teacher at the school, uh, people like actually went up to her and said, "Yeah, uh, we don't like we don't think John's like okay," and like, um, because I just wasn't really like talking to anyone during that time, like sophomore year of high school, I wasn't, um, being very social, I, like just like walking with my head down, like, and just like. I not really having any energy. So based off that, um, my mom, like, and what people told my mom, that's like when, like I st first started like seeking like therapeutic help and like psychiatric help. And, um, that's when I first like got diagnosed with like depression. Were you, thank you for sharing that, that I feel like that can be very scary, especially at a young age. Um, in like high school and in puberty is a whole a whole nother thing were you very receptive to kind of like your mom saying something like were you like yeah something is off or did you kind of fight against and you're like no this is fine I definitely yeah so I I definitely was not very receptive at all at first I was like no like I'm just I don't want to talk to people like stuff like that and I was just like denying the whole thing I was because in my brain I was like there's no way that there's something like um there's something like 
quote unquote wrong with me, which is it is there is nothing wrong with feeling those type of ways, but I, I in my brain I just and what I've like learned like culturally and like from society was that it was like it was wrong. Um so I didn't want to admit it. So I was not receptive at all and I just kinda tried to like fight it. What, how long did it take you for you to be like, actually, yeah, I, I do need help. Probably, I'd say like, probably like a, a few months or like, it was, that was the started around like, like winter of, um, of my sophomore year of high school. Uh, and then like, I was finally, I, they took me. It took me a while for them to convince me to like uh do therapy and stuff like that. So probably like yeah, a few months I would say. Then I was like, yeah, there's I definitely like it's definitely the right thing to like try to treat this. That's awesome that it feels like your mom was so supportive and trying to get you help. Um what what were some of the most helpful things that like you feel like you learned maybe in therapy or just like throughout your healing process um, that you kind of wish you had known sooner would have, would have helped if yeah. that question makes sense. Well, one thing is just like uh, diet and exercise is a huge thing. Um, and it's easy to like um like be ignore those things like um but like if you're not getting like sleep diet if you're not getting enough exercise um it could really have an effect and like one of those like one of the things i've realized is like uh during like football season like i'd have a lot less symptoms than during like the off season i think a lot of it had to do with the fact that i don't know like was it like kind of like um football was kind of like an escape but also it was um i just get i was just doing less at the time so that was another big thing um and another thing would just be like meditation is um is huge because like in today's world we're just like surrounded by screens always multitasking doing stuff and like it's sometimes like you can just forget to just like turn everything off and just like be alone with, like with your thoughts because like when you're reflected with like yourself it could be some of like the you could get some of the most like insightful um ins insightful moments from that yeah i couldn't agree more i think like a lot of our answers come to us when we're just like deep breathing and kind of calming your mind um that's awesome in terms of that, that, that sounds like it's, it's a lot of like early high school and that you, you might still kind of work on managing, you know, your depression. What, how is the rest, what did the rest of high school look like in terms of sports, school, mm -hmm. your mental health? How did that all, all go? So my sophomore year, um, it was actually going pretty well. Like once I started, like being susceptible to like being treated and being vulnerable enough to like get help. But, and it really kind of like went downhill again, um, my junior year of high school because, um, 
my during my junior year of high school during like this i think it was the second game of the season i i broke my my leg so i was out for the rest of the the year uh my junior season so that had a big effect on me just because not only i couldn't walk but i couldn't play um i couldn't play like the sport i love so that was uh that was like a big uh big toll not only my physical health and mental health um and that year was just kind of and also like right as i was like recovering from that that's when covid really kicked off um for my like in my junior year of high school so um and covid was also hard and i think it was hard for everyone too um just because you know you can't see your friends or isolated um and actually my senior year of high school i moved high schools and i moved um so i um i started off like uh, at george school in pennsylvania but because of all the covid restrictions and everything um it was pretty much going to be like fully online school and my mom didn't really want me to do that and also they canceled the football season at george school so i wanted another chance to play because i wanted to play in college and i really didn't think having um only like one season my sophomore year where i wasn't um as good as i was my junior year just because i was younger um and I only had like one game of film from my junior year before I broke my leg. So I was like, I felt like it was like a, if I want to play in college, I have to like have, I have to have a season um, for film and to also just to prove myself. So uh, I ended up like moving into my, uh, my granddad's house in Maine uh, and going to public high school there. So came like high school. And that was for the, my, senior year of high school but literally once like right after i like moved in and everything like literally three days later they canceled the football season so that was rough too um but yeah um that that high my senior year of high school um it's like especially just like covid like moving states moving schools completely like no having no football it was that was really rough year i'm not gonna lie um yeah, that sounds really hard. And and I know you had your grandpa, but it feels like your mom, who's like a big supporter and someone in your corner, is no longer in the same house as you. Like she's still yeah. in Pennsylvania. That that can be a lot. What what were some like I know you said it was hard. Was were were there was there anything you were doing to try to take care of yourself during that really like isolating and lonely time i mean i can't imagine one transferring schools but then two doing so kind of during the covid covid period yeah um i think just like i spent a lot of time i did i i, I went on a lot of walks which i think helps because it really clears your head like just going out in nature um even if it's just down the street just getting outside and um not only getting that like vitamin d but also just like the physical activity from just taking a stroll i did a lot of do that um i also i played a lot of video games with my friends online and that's kind of a double-edged sword because um it is fun to like it, it, it really helps me stay connected with them especially that i'm like i was like hours away um uh, in another state 
So it really helped me stay connected with them, but also just I spent way too much time playing like video games back then. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, there was I definitely should have been doing like more to um, take care of myself back then. And I, I, if I, I, I feel like if I had the information I had like now, um, I would have been able to deal with it a lot better. What do you think you know now that you didn't know then? Maybe like someone in the audience kind of imagine they're they're you a few yeah. years ago. Like what what kind of things do you think would have helped back then that you know now? Like another thing that's like huge is just like transparency. Because even still like back then I wasn't really talking about what I was going through. Um I, I really wasn't talking about it. I was trying to hide it. And I think when you try to like and also just like in general like i wasn't really like writing things out i was just kind of like submerging my feelings uh, and also just like again just not really talking about it i think that like that really just like built kept building up um so i feel like if if like you just go to like even you know therapists even just because during that time and then go to really go to therapy as much as i did before um so just like a therapist even like your your family even like a friend that you trust just talking to them is and like being transparent can like really help and also just like another thing would just be like um like using the resources that like are available to you um because i mean some people might feel like a little like embarrassed if they um like go to counseling services or like um even just like a lot of people i feel like especially me back then just again tried to like um just fake it till you make it and i think if you do that it's just you can't it's like it's really if you fake it too big, it's just, it's not something that, like, you could, it's longevity wise. It's just, you can't do it. Yeah. It's definitely hard faking it till you make it when it comes to your mental health. I think faking it till you make it sometimes with, like, sports, um, I think it more so relates to, like, confidence of, like, mm-hmm. putting on this outward, like, okay, I'm confident in, you know, getting this ground ball or making this block or whatever it is when you don't necessarily feel that deep down. I think, that's an example where it can be beneficial, but I think when it comes to your mental health, faking it till you make it is not, not something that's going to really ever work out or like it it usually puts you in a worse spot, um, in the long term, kind of to, to your point. So it sounds like football is such a big part of your life and it's something that you were kind of willing to, like uproot and move to to try to play in order to get recruited can you talk a little bit about your recruiting process in high school and and kind of how you ended up where you are today yeah so i mean my my recruiting process was definitely like i don't know docs um i remember like i mean again just because of the like the lack of film and high school game i games i played i think i already played like 10, 11, 12 high school games or something like that. Just because I literally just didn't have the film or the exposure. It was just like, it was, it was really hard. Because, so I had to find other ways to get in front of coaches. And one of those was just like recruit camps. 
shops uh, that were around the area. And that's pretty much how, like, I ended up, like, finding my place at St. Lawrence. Um, I didn't even hear about the school, to be honest, until uh, I one of the coaches here reached out. Um, and uh, I just, like, throughout the whole recruiting process, it just, like, seemed like the right place for me academically and just athletically. But, uh, again, saying that, it's just, like, for me, like, a lot of it was just, like, emailing whoever I could, like, um, sending out my film, like, emailing a bunch of coaches, calling them. Um, I got a lot of voice. I got a lot of um, answering machines for sure, but I like, if you put yourself out there to, like, coaches, um, when it comes to, like, the recruiting process, uh the worst they could say is no. Um, and that would be the same thing if you would get the same answer if you didn't reach out to them. So, but yeah, I mean, definitely again with the, just the whole stress of it, it was definitely hard on me, but I'm glad that like my parents, also my parents pushed me a lot um, because they knew how much I wanted to, to play. They really helped me a lot. Just driving me to visits, um, taking me to these camps where I could like show what I could do. They're really helpful in that. Um, so yeah, I'm glad That's awesome. I, it ended up good. That's awesome. So you're there now playing football. What's been, it's like for me, for example, like I, I don't feel like I'm ever not going to be someone who has to manage my mental health. Like I feel like when you have a mental health experience, it's always something that's going to like, stay with you. And, and even if most, you know, 99% of your days are, are great, there's going to be a bad day where you kind of feel like you're back, back where you were, you know, in, in kind of the trenches. So what's been your experience like with your mental health since high school? Um, or I guess, I, I don't even know if we covered senior year of high school, but like how'd your mental health kind of end up by the end of your high school career as well? Yeah, I guess just to like go chronologically, um, like during the end of my senior year, it was pretty much I was just like I'm trying to get out of here. <laughs> like, um, I I did play lacrosse uh that spring uh, and that's something I did all throughout high school too. It was pretty much my second sport. I was football first and then lacrosse during the spring. Uh, and I did re I really enjoyed it in high school. Um, although like my senior year of high school was pretty rough because I got a concussion. I think during the season and also I just uh I didn't really practice at all like during uh COVID and everything so the last time I like actually played lacrosse was like like two years uh like two years before my my senior season just because I wasn't really focused on it I was really focused on football so I I was pretty bad uh my senior year um but I did have it was fun, but also just like it was frustrating, um, just because of how bad I was. But at the same time, it's like it kind of taught me a lesson. It's like, yeah, it, it, consistency is key. Um, but I guess like going through that into the summer, um, my summer was was uh was pretty good. Um, and 
I but the whole time during summer I was just extremely anxious about um like stepping on campus. I I for the like 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 right when it came to like com like like the two weeks before like preseason started for football, I just I kept telling my parents like I do not want to go like I because I was just I. I had so much anxiety just like pent up and I was like, I need to take like a, like a, like a gap year. Like I can't do something. I can't do this. And, and they kept talk, but they kept egging me on. And, um, I, I ended up, uh, um, ended up going, uh, falling through with it. And, uh, I showed up to preseason and I, I had, a we had like testing, uh, for like squat bench, for all that stuff and i didn't really work out at all during um like high school at all just because i didn't there wasn't really like a weight program at my school or anything and to start like our football team was like 20 kids so it wasn't like a lot of schools where they have like these like big foot football programs and they have like football going on all year round with like lifting it was just like it was very small at my school, so I didn't really lift until the like I didn't really lift until I got to college actually, and um, I squatted like two twenty five, like I only benched like one eighty five. So it was just that was that whole like um experience was just like it made me feel like really bad about myself just just because of how bad like my numbers were, and um. That whole preseason was, uh, it was pretty rough. But once like the season got started and school got started, I got pre-acclimated to it. But like during that, like during that whole time, I started noticing that my my shoulder would like hurt a lot, and I didn't really have any. Like I had an exa examination on it, and there was no, like I had an MRI, no structural damage, no nothing. Like the trainer didn't really know like what was wrong with it. And then, so I just went back to practice. And then, um, like as the weeks went on, I just noticed that my my hand would just start going numb. Um, so because of this, I had to like do a bunch of tests and I'd sit out for like a whole month of football because they thought it was something spinal. Um, and it turned out I got diagnosed with this condition called thoracic outlet syndrome. Basically, what it means is that um, in, like, my shoulder area, my brachial plexus, which just contains, like, the nerves and arteries going to my arm, they're just being constantly compressed. So it would, make, like, cause me to have, like, numbness, tingling, like, loose feeling in my hand, have, like, limited, like, like, like my shoulder would just, like, hurt all the time, so... Um, it got to like the point where it's like, um, anyway, so I got the, I got a diagnosis and I was, it's, it's one of those things where it's kind of like tendonitis where, um, you kind of play through, like you play to your comfort level. And, um, so they let me play, but literally like a week after like a week after um I got back, I separated my shoulder like on the same side that the whole um thoracic outlet syndrome was on with my left side. Um uh, 
that was probably like one of the toughest injuries I had to face. Um, just that. What was, what was your mental health like during all of this? Cause injury, I mean, I guess I know you could play, but I'm sure you weren't feeling like your yeah. best out there with like kind of struggling through pain. Like how, mm. how did you kind of work through all this in addition to like your physical injury dealing with, you know, your mental and emotional health? Yeah, it was, my mental health was like the absolute worst it, it could have been. We're going to take a quick break and we'll get back with John momentarily. I'd like to take a second to talk about Morgan's message, without whom this podcast would not be possible. Morgan's message is Morgan's message's mission is simple: amplify stories, resources, and expertise to strengthen student-athlete mental health, building a community by and for athletes through peer-to-peer conversations, and providing a platform for advocacy. Our vision is to eliminate the stigma surrounding mental health within the student-athlete community, expand the dialogue and normalize conversations, equalize the treatment of physical and mental health in athletics, and empower those who suffer in silence and support those who feel alone. To get involved, to find out more, or follow along, you can head to morgansmessage.org or find us on Instagram at morgansmessage. Let's get back to John. Not only was like I, I feel like I was struggling with football with just like all the injuries and stuff and my actual performance, but um, just school in general was really rough for me. Um, just because I also I've been diagnosed with ADHD, but during that time I wasn't really the medication I on like was just not working at all. Um, so that really like affected me school wise. I was having really bad grades and socially. Um, I was having like a lot of trouble with just like social anxiety, um, stuff like that, and also just like relationship stuff. Um, a, a lot of like socially, it was just I had a lot of self esteem issues as well. Um, just like like how I like how people think like I act or like my like if people like me or not. Like I really like I thought people thought I was like a weirdo. Um, just like the way I look too. Just, I had like a lot of self-esteem and confidence issues. And along with that, um, like along with that, like me doing really bad in school um, and then injuries, like it, on, it got to a point where I was like, I'd have like, pan- I had like a panic, att- I got a panic attacks at practice where I just like start crying randomly, like even during playing. Um, I, I would have like, I would just start hyperventilating in my room randomly, just having like mental breakdowns and it's kept going and going to the point where, um, like a day before my birthday, um, October 22nd, um, and also I just, uh, preface this like, um, in October of, um, it was like October 20th was like when I separated my shoulder and then like that like just happened. 
I got like two emails from two different professors because that was like the midterm point of the school. And they're like, yeah, you're failing the class. And just like it all, it all really piled up like a snowball effect. And me again, popping in to give a little trigger warning. We will be discussing suicide. If you are uncomfortable listening or want to skip, please skip forward a minute. Um, it got, it got so bad to the point, like, yeah, like right before my birthday, October 22nd, I decided I, I had enough with like, I, I was done with this. Like I hated, I, I, I hated myself a lot. Like I couldn't deal with like any of the feelings I, like I had. So I, I made a plan to, to like, to, to, um, to kill myself. So, um, I went out to like I had I I got a bunch of pills that I had like laying around, um. And I went out to like the practice. I like walked um, I planned it through like, it wasn't just like a random thing. It was like I I planned it out. Um. I had like um, I even like took the pills of the pill bottles so people wouldn't hear the pills shaking, um. And like I put them in a plastic bag, and I walked over to my practice field, um. I started taking a few, just like kind of like sulking in, um, what I was doing, um, until I got a text from my mom, um, like randomly. She didn't. I didn't talk to her like a day until like, like I didn't haven't talked to her in like a few days. Like, it was just a random like, random text, and she just said, "I love you so much. Like, I'm so proud of you. I just want to wish you like a happy early birthday." And at that point, it was when. I just I faced like instant regret, um, um, and I just was like I can't I can't do this to my mom. So I called up my friend. I told him what was up, and uh, he took like the medication from me. Uh, and like him and my other two other friends were just like, uh, were in my room just checking on me, and they called security. Uh, just to go through this because I'm just it's a long story. Um, they called security and I was eventually like taken to the hospital by them. Uh, it was probably the shittiest birthday I'll ever have, hopefully. Um, yeah, I spent my 19th birthday and I, in the psych ward. Um, and I was there for like five days. Um, the one thing that I regret is right after I got out of the, the mental health hospital, I went right back to school. Um, instead of going directly home. And, um, it kind of, I kind of still felt the same way I was at school until eventually it just got too much. And my, my roommate literally told me, he's like, dude, just go home. I'm like, yeah, you're right. So I went home and, um, I spent, I took like the gap year that I said I would, I guess. Um, so I went home like right before Thanksgiving break and I spent, um, all of like 2021 beginning of 2022 just at home like recovering so yeah not the it was it was really rough my my first go ahead at college but um what's what Taylor, like what taylor swift says what does it kill you make you stronger love love a swifty um thank you so much for sharing that and being so vulnerable i mean that's that stuff's really really hard to talk about um and i know you're not the only one who has 
probably done something like that or might be thinking about it or has been there kind of like knowing what you know now like what do you wish you could like say to yourself in that moment like if you could go back in time as your future self like what would be one thing you would say to that like really struggling john um i'd probably say dude like just cut yourself a break like it's not supposed to be like like a straight path like there's a lot of ups and downs um and also i feel like i mean yeah there's a lot of stuff like i couldn't like that just a lot of shitty circumstances from that whole situation that i was in and i did feel like i felt really hopeless but also it's like looking back it's a lot of what i was feeling was because it was self-imposed um just self-imposed like thoughts about me that negative thoughts that um i thought like other people had of me or like i thought were just true because of like um my like expectations for myself but in reality it was i'm just a I was, like in reality i was just like 18 19 year old kid who's like just like trying to figure out like figure out everything and um so yeah a lot of i mean a lot of it was just like me i i wish i was just like a lot of like what i would say to my younger self or back then would just be you got to be nicer to yourself and you have to take care of yourself so true i love that um how how are you doing now i guess like you're you know like a little bit out of it um kind of like what have been some things that you focused on throughout your healing journey and and mm. getting back to school um what's that been like it's been good um i definitely feel like i've taken the right directions when it comes to all of that like i like immediately after i left school um i i pretty much just like i took like a, a big chunk of time just like because i was like also during the holiday period i just took a big chunk of time just trying to relax just go on walks like be with my family also be with my friends um it's kind of like try to enjoy life because i was like close to um I, I just try to enjoy life just because of how close i was to not being alive um but yeah and then just like once that started like once i just relaxed and just chilled out um another thing was just like the uh psychiatrically just like finding the right medication for me uh was big um and that had like a huge help like a huge effect on like my mental health and just my life in general was i i know for a lot of people like medication just seemed like oh like is it something that needs to be like i have something needs to be cured so it's like something that's wrong with me but like when we get when we get a cold, you take some Dayquil and Nyquil. It's the same exact thing. So, um, doing that really helped me. Um, just like getting the right, or just get that in like in order. And also, um, when I was at home, I got a job at Home Depot. Uh, 
and that really helped me just keep me busy. But also the thing about it is it wasn't like school where um, there's always like like homework and stuff I have to be stressed out about. But it's just I, there's only like stressors but it's like when you're on the clock. So and also just like it's a nice change of pace too. instead of like doing like schoolwork, doing physical work, like lifting boxes and stuff. It was, it was a good time. And also it helped like monetary, like to help me get some money for, um, for college. So, and also I, like I, throughout the summer, I worked at Home Depot and, um, I spent a lot of time with friends, just like hanging out, going on trips, just doing whatever I could with them because, um, Just because of the college and everything, I want to be able to see him during that. Yeah. And yeah. Um, no, thank you so much for sharing all of that. I, I, we're like just about at time. Um, so I, I want to ask, I want to ask our closing question if that's all right with you. Yeah. Cool. Um, best closing question in my opinion, but what are you, most grateful for probably my family um i couldn't really ask for it better like mom dad sister brother um they like i don't know where i'd be without them um yeah so i'd probably just be most grateful for my family and also my my team too um during the whole like process like i When I had my whole like uh my uh whole like situation, it was literally during football season and I was gone for like almost a week, but um when I got back no one was like everyone like kinda understood like I needed the time off, um and also just like in general today it's just like I have like a hundred brothers that I can just like that will just support me like whenever and however I need. Yeah, that's amazing. I think that can make such a difference, um, a support system and just people who kind of like unconditionally love you and, and want you to succeed and want you to feel good. Um, so, John, thank you so much again for coming on The Mental Matchup and talking about some like really kind of scary and deep um, things. I I know someone listening will will definitely, you know, benefit from, from hearing your story. So huge kudos to you for coming on. Yeah. Thank you for letting me, um, have a, have, have this platform just to talk about it. Um, yeah, if you're listening to, um, out there, just know that like we all care about you. Um, even if you don't feel like anyone does and you feel worthless, just, um, I like, We all love you. I love you. Uh, Kat loves you. Um, and it's it's not. It, it um, you shouldn't be ashamed if you need help. Um, and yeah. to John for coming on the mental matchup and really being so vulnerable and talking about his own experience 
and his own story when it comes to mental health. Um, but beyond that, just talking about kind of the ups and downs that I think come with growing up and pursuing a dream like playing a collegiate sport um, and living living through the age of the pandemic, you know, and kind of giving a different different view to what what kind of the pandemic, how it impacted him, his journey, his experience. Um, I'm so grateful for John and coming on. So thank you again. Huge shout out to John. If you want to submit your story to the mental matchup, you can head to morgansmessage.org, find the submission button at the top right of the page and submit your story. Or if you want to come on the podcast, same deal. Otherwise, if you want to get in touch with Morgan's message to find out more about our mission, our vision, um, what we're doing, you can head to morgansmessage.org or follow along on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, all of the above at Morgan's message. And with that, we will see you next episode.